Wow. Have you ever, have we ever had an earthquake while we were traveling? We have never been in an earthquake outside the U.S., but that was interesting. That was our first one here we in Croatia. just had a 5.1 earthquake. <laughs> Welcome to Travel Stuff. I'm Jen. And I'm Shane. In 2020, we sold everything to travel the world full time. Perfect timing. Each week, we'll discuss topics on where we've been and how to travel better, smarter, and cheaper. If you've ever dreamed of traveling longer and seeing more, we hope this podcast is for you. And with that, let's dive right into this week's episode. Hi, Jen. Hi, Shane. Where are we right now? We are in Starigrad on the island of Havar in Croatia. And where did we come from? Well, we've been in Croatia now for a couple weeks. Yes. But we're going to talk about where we were just before that. Oh, that was Budapest. Budapest, Hungary. Hungary, yes. And we were there for a whole month. One whole month, yes. And so that's a good idea, um, and it's a good opportunity to talk about not only Hungary and Budapest. But slow travel? Slow travel, that's right. So that's the two things we're going to talk about in this week's podcast. First, what did you think of Budapest? I thought it was nice. Okay. It's a big city. Okay. I love the architecture. Okay. Great food choices. Mm-hmm. It's inexpensive. Yes. And that's about all. Uh, Budapest is considered the Paris of the East. Would you agree? I think the buildings resemble Paris. Without the Eiffel Tower. Yes, no Eiffel Tower. No. The Parliament Building is beautiful. Yes. The river is there, the Danube. Yes. But... Other than that, I Paris has a different allure for me. Absolutely. I think it is different than Paris. I think that it is very popular with mm, backpackers, younger people. 20-somethings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's definitely a younger vibe. Um, it's definitely a discount place for Europe. It's definitely discounted. It's definitely the cheapest big city that we've ever stayed in in Europe, I would say. Yes. Uh, it's half the price of America. Everything is half price. Our, Absolutely. Our rent was cheaper. Our food was everywhere. We'd go out to a nice dinner, four-course meal, and it would be $20 for two of us. $25 if we got drinks. Yes. Um, Getting my nails done was half price. Getting your hair cut was half price. Yeah, everything was about half the cost. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ubers? No, wait. We didn't do. We, we didn't take any Ubers. I, I took the Lime scooter everywhere. Yes, which was dirt cheap, pennies. Uh, I joined a gym for a month, and that That's was cool. American prices. But I joined that fancy gym with the perfect location. And how much was that for a month? Uh, for a month, it was like sixty dollars. Okay. So that was a little bit expensive, but uh, you could get. I mean, alcohol was a little bit cheaper. I didn't buy any, but... But we'd eat pizza and McDonald's if we ate out, or I'd eat a kebab or a, a gyro for three less than $3. I mean, you could eat easily at for... If you really wanted to go cheap, you could eat for $10 a day, three meals. Maybe closer to five, some places. Well, remember our groceries, we were eat, you know, 
doing groceries and they were cheap. We, we, it was definitely an inexpensive month. So um, that was nice. That was nice. We got to see pretty much everything. Uh, I would say though, that the baths, the, the Turkish baths, you know, the thermal baths that are big in Budapest were a little bit expensive. Right. And how were those? Uh, I think they were, you know, not the same, certainly not the same as Iceland or Italy. When, okay. when we were in Italy, those baths were very nice and updated. These were a little dated. Okay. Uh, I didn't end up going with you. No, I don't think you would have liked them. They're very traditional. They felt very old worldly like the facilities are much much older they're you know these buildings are 100 years old bathing suits no bathing suits what's the situation there? bathing suits yes but there were there were three big baths in in budapest that are they think 20 dollars for the day okay and they're warmer it you know i it was just felt like a public pool an expensive public pool where it had two baths that were warm and one was a, a swimming pool, a normal swimming pool. No fancy sauna or jacuzzi. Oh, there, or... there were, you could get a massage. You can get other treatments there that cost extra um, or included in certain packages. But I just, I, I didn't, it wasn't like an American standard of a spa treatment. Or even Iceland or Italy standards. No, those, those ones in Iceland were more, you, you know, you could buy beer. Okay. But mm, I just thought they weren't. That was pretty luxury in Iceland, the new one we went to. So. It, it was luxury. I can't remember how much it cost. It was it was more than, I think it was $60. Okay. Here it was $20. Okay. So no, again, no, I take that back. The new one was like $45. So it was double the price, but you got a million times more. I, I would not, uh, you know, it's on everyone's top 10 list of things to see, but. So maybe try it once if you're really into the whole spa Thermal, you know, thermal bath. bath experience. Yeah. And it wasn't even as warm as the ones in Iceland. Really? That's disappointing. They were probably, you know, closer to 100 to 99 versus the ones in Iceland are usually 104 maybe. Oh, I take that back. It was, it was a little less. Don't quote me on the numbers, the okay. temperatures. But not as hot as Italy or Iceland. Not as warm. Spas. Not okay. as relaxing. And also not as... You know, the, the facilities weren't as up to date or, or even maintained. Okay. You know, so there's a different standard there. Okay. As well as there's a different standard all over Budapest. Yes, there is. And that's probably uh, why I am not like over the moon about it and like gushing because it was just a different experience. Yeah. I, I would say the biggest benefit is the cost. Yes. You get a lot for your dollar, mm -hmm. but it is dirty. It is smelly. Yes, everywhere. <laughs> everywhere smelled. Every uh, time we left the apartment, and sometimes even in our apartment, when I'd open up the windows, it was yeah. a smelly city. I would yes. say it's a smelly city. It's a dirty city. I'd say 75% of the population smokes cigarettes. Mm -hmm. So be prepared for that. Um, those are the negatives that we constantly talked about while we were there. Um, but the positives were, I thought the food was great. We did find good food. Any type of food you want. It's a very, uh, what's that word, diverse mm -hmm. or cosmopolitan food city. Lots of different choices. Lots of different choices. Whether you want 
Middle Eastern, whether you want Mediterranean, whether you want Asian, whether, you know, vegan. they have everything. Vegan, how was your Mexican vegan, food. How was your vegan choices? I found some good spots. Okay. Yeah, I was surprised because Hungary is like, you know, they want goulash and they want Which I tried the want... goulash. I tried the chicken paprikash and it, they were both great. Right. I mean, they're a meat heavy culture. So yes. the vegan spots, I was very surprised, but... They're coming along and they have a lot of vegetarian, vegan options. So I would cool. say their traditional stuff is very basic. Their traditional uh, dishes we had. Uh, remember we had that dough that was fried with the cheese and the sour cream right. on it. The langos. 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 It's like a fried dough in a circle with sour cream, cheese, and then some sort of meat or... Whatever toppings you want. And they did a vegan version for me, yeah. yeah so, it's like fry bread. Yeah, it's like fry bread with... You know, it, it's cross me and a little bit like pizza because you could get mm-hmm. pizza like toppings. That was very good. Uh, a big beer place. There's a lot of beer choices. A lot of beer. Uh, which I'm not too much into beer. I like bourbon. I did found Maker's Mark. That's what I ended up finding for my bourbon. Uh, it's a big city. Lots of shopping. Lots of shopping. We went to the malls. We saw a movie while we were there. Yeah. Uh, public that was a tra- different experience. That was different. The oh, yeah. Let's tell you that real quick. So uh, They have a VIP package where you can go through and basically it's a buffet. All you be- can eat. All you can eat before you go to the movie. So you get to get in there like 20 minutes before and then you get a full meal Popcorn, candy, soda, all that traditional and movie stuff. anything you can drag out with and you. And then anything you can take into the theater with you, you can go the- with you, but you can't come back in. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and then you get so you get that and your ticket for about twelve bucks. Yeah, twelve it's a great deal. Uh, let's call it fifteen dollars. So you get all you can eat buffet, popcorn and a drink and a ticket for $15. That's pretty good. That yeah, would dinner be, and a movie? I mean, yeah, come on. Yeah, for $15. You got off cheap. Yeah. So uh, we saw a movie and we had to travel a little bit for that one because it was in English. You know, the, the one movie theater by us was only in Hungarian. Right. So we found a movie that was in English. Which usually in those bigger cities, they do that. So they do English movies and then do the subtitles in the native language. Yes. So if you're you know, ever a rainy day and you need something to do, that's kind of fun. It's a different experience than in the U.S. True. But I would also say that, uh, well, we'll talk about this in the next part about slow travel, about the language. Okay. You know, English was spoken, but not so much by the older people. Right. Uh, I would say that the culture is changing a little bit. Uh, you could see the youth are definitely different from the uh, older folks. For sure, they eat a they eat healthier. They still like their alcohol, like everyone, but you know, um, I would say that the public transportation is great. It was really good. They have a metro system. They have trams. They have buses. It was great. We yeah. took everything. I mean, we 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 rode everything. The we could get anywhere in the city very easily from a metro to a tram to pretty simple the buses. systems. Really simple, uh, you know. By the in within two weeks, we didn't we we weren't even really we knew exactly what we needed to take. Uh, we also knew what changes we needed to make. So I would say that's that gets a really good grade from me. I really liked the food. I could have anything I wanted from local native dishes to a McDonald's if I had a taste or a, a pizza. They had good pizza. Right. Not great, but good. Mm-hmm. 
and they had affordable quick meals. They had sit down meals. They had everything. Um, everything. We didn't get our massages though, because they were busy that you know, night, yeah. but there we had vegan. Oh, and a real quick thing. We uh, tell them about the actor that we ran into randomly <laughs> oh, at the vegan food court. So we went to this hip town where they had these things called ruin bars where, where there are bars that are built in the ruin world war two buildings that were destroyed in the, the ruins rubble. in the rubble. Very popular, very cool, very Instagrammable, very young. It was a fun time. And from there, we walked around in that district. Couple food truck courts. Yeah, food trucks, uh, burgers, you know, uh, a hung, traditional Hungarian, you know, anything you wanted. And there were some vegan choices. And so by the vegan truck was, what's his name? I know his name. Say it. Alexander Skarsgård. Alexander Skarsgård from True Blood, Big Little Tarzan. Lies, Tarzan. And I said to Jen, is that that guy? And she's like, I don't know. And so we took pictures and he, he his voice. I stood next to him and heard his voice and I thought it wasn't him. But now I'm pretty sure looking back at the picture. When we took pictures, it's yeah, it's definitely him. <laughs> and the sweatshirt that he had on was a Danish uh, is he Swedish or, or Swedish? Um, so he's living in Stockholm. Series, yes. Which is ironic because that's where we came from. We just had come from. We Stockholm. had come from Stockholm or Gothenburg, but Stockholm Sweden. before that. Sweden, yes. We'd come from Sweden to Hungary, and that's where he was. And he was just low key hanging out and getting something to eat. I think we didn't yeah. really want to interrupt him, but that was random. Totally random. Totally but. random. <laughs> Exciting. Uh, but overall, I would say by the end of like the third week, we were kind of over, you know. Yeah, ready to move on. But, you know, that's part of slow travel, too. So you pick these places and, you know, you we, know. We, we, we went to every corner of the places we saw almost everything from nighttime to daytime. We saw, you know, we would just we went to the parks, you know. Yeah, we like to do that. And, uh, you know, I, I would, I would definitely go back to it over, let's say Mexico city. Yeah, me too. I I mean, if someone wanted to visit again, I would go back. So that says something, but I would, I would say that it maybe wasn't my top tier of, I mean, it's certainly not Rome. It's certainly not Paris, but I, I did like it. I'm not saying it was bad. It just was dirty and kind of smelly yeah i mean we could talk about a few other things but i mean like you already touched on it a little bit the different the generation gap between the younger and the old yeah though not many smiles the older people are very serious you know all business yes (laughs) get out of their way yeah they have a job to do um and whereas the younger people were very friendly spoke some english with us um, were helpful so everything from, you know, trying to figure out directions in a, in a drugstore, trying to get help in a drugstore. A young man helped me. and mm-hmm. um, Very modern. I would say our internet speeds were lightning fast. Mm-hmm. I would say that we could get any of the products we needed, like, you know, hygiene products. And sure, toiletries malls, and stuff like that. That was all available Electronics. And fine. We got smoothies. You could, you know. The, I got boba tea. Boba tea. You know, there, there was all of those things. Right. That we, we could get anything we wanted. Um, and at an affordable price most of the time. So I, I would say it's okay. I wouldn't, but I wouldn't say it's no. my favorite. 
but there were there were moments there you know i I would say maybe a month was a, a little long right a little bit long but overall i i i liked it yeah i liked it too yeah okay so that that is budapest hungary uh okay Okay, so now, Jen, I want to ask you and talk a little bit about, we alluded to slow travel and this concept of slow travel versus vacationing. What do you think? Well, I think first we have to define what is slow travel. Okay. What is it to us? What is it to us or what is the the concept that's been around? I think we're pretty on track with the concept. I mean... You know, it's staying in one place for first a of longer all, amount of time. First than of all, buying one-way tickets. <laughs> buying one-way tickets, okay. We buy one-way tickets. We do. We buy a one-way ticket to, you know, our destination. Or we take a train. Or we take a train, that's right. Not, or a boat. Or a boat, or, I mean, which is what we've been doing. You're right. So, and it's one way, because we just keep going. That's the first thing I would say. It's not a vacation where you book it all as a package deal. Right. This is different. So, Also, we stay in areas more, we focus more on the area. And while we see the sites, it's not so much, you know, uh, I think that vac- American vacations especially, which is what we, we know about, but we see it, the Brit vacations too. I would say British would be another, or and French and German. We see those type of vacationers in places that we go. Right, people going on a typical holiday or vacation, as we say in the U.S. They're but rushed. They're limited. This is not that. We're not talking about gone for a week or ten days and then you go back home. Right. Slow travel is something different. So. What What do you like better about it? What do you think's better about it? Well, I like it because you get to see the actual culture and the people of the place and how they live their daily lives. You're kind of an observer of that when you're doing slow travel. You may have the language barrier, mm-hmm. which is probably the biggest issue for us. Yes. But once you stay in a place for a longer amount of time, you start to overcome that a little bit. You learn different cultural things that you wouldn't gain from just a quick five-day or seven-day trip to a place. I, I agree. I think that there's definitely more. If you can gain something from a smaller town, you you take away more from that experience right. than just kind of bopping, bopping, bopping. Even though we do do that, you know, we're, we're lucky where we get to stay a, a week instead of a day. Right. Or a month instead of a week, you know. I like it because you get to see the people and how they live their lives in these other parts of the world and experience that. Whereas if we just were here for a day, we would, it would be a very surface, you know, we see it all the time, right? We definitely see when the, the cruise ship comes in, the boat unloads, the people go to the restaurants that are set up just for the tourists. They, they, they don't really venture out too much and then they go and then they leave and they're gone. And that's their only interaction. interaction with the town and the people. They don't see, they don't go into the grocery stores. They don't go to the drug stores. They don't, they don't walk. find a coffee shop and learn how to order their favorite kind of coffee. Which we're still doing here. 
Okay. Uh, they, you know, little things like that. You just learn the the differences, and I think that to me that is more important as a takeaway than a lot of these places, these ports even that can look the same. Right. A lot of the ports start looking very similar. They sell similar trinkets. How many refrigerator magnets do you need that just say, you know, Croatia, Italy, Greece, or or whatever? Right. And if you're just going to be collecting magnets, I mean, there's a really cheaper way. You can just go on Amazon and buy those. Well, yeah, but you can say you were there, but really it's so much more than just that. And even if you go to like the Caribbean and you just, you're, you're going to, it's very similar. Cruise culture, I think is really the worst. If I versus as far as the furthest away from slow travel, I should say. Sure. And I think there's a time and place for that. I mean, look, if you only have a week's vacation for the year, yes, you have to hit as many highlights as you can in that week. We understand that. I mean, right, but we that did would, that before. Yes, but the benefits of slow travel are that you don't have to do that. You get, right. You know, I think that you're you're more dependent on public transportation, though. We, we definitely, that train ride across the border and into Croatia was very long. The, the ride from Zagreb to Split, which would be the coast took two hours longer. You you have to be much more flexible and much more. Your expectations cannot be it, you complain that things are late or things don't go as planned because that's just the way it is. Right, and you don't have that rushed sense all the time. Like you know, I I have to go back to work in five days. You know, and my plane's delayed, and so you don't have those worries. That so any that, delay takes away from your beach time. Right, that's a pro to slow travel. That's you know one of the pros. I think that another definite pro is the food. Yes, we get to experience all sorts of different foods and different restaurants that are maybe not on the beaten path of the average tourist that visits the country. We the visit city. the shops, we talk to the locals, the locals recommend a local place, usually much better. Yes. Than these tourist restaurants that we we know where they are. They're quite obvious what yes. you know where they are. They might even be calling you in. <laughs> yes, okay, with deals, with a menu. And, you know, I get it. You get to say you had a meal in, in Greece. And that's or, awesome. The never going and experiencing something. Sure. But at the same time, there's a difference between slow travel and a package vacation. Right. I, I think that, you know, you, you get to try different meals, different preparations. And, and you know, we also do grocery shopping too. And, and we, that's a big part of our slow travel experience is going to different grocery stores. Well, I love it. I still love yeah, it. Yeah, I love it too. Cause it's a great way to learn about the culture. What do they value in their diet? And yep. it's in their stores. The mm-hmm. shelves are full of, you know, pasta or tomatoes or meats and cheeses or yes. fruits and vegetables. You tell when you go into the grocery store, what do they like? Every day. Right. We've seen weddings. We've seen church services. I mean. Today. It, yeah. I mean, you know, in our travel time, we've, you know, we get to experience those things. I think so. And I think we, we have, we've seen how many weddings. I can't count the number of weddings we've seen. Yeah. But. Just walking by. Right. Just walking by. And you get to experience like, oh, that's a little different. Wow. That's different. You know, so little things, you know, you're not necessarily living there for a year or living there, you know, totally, but you definitely absorb a lot more and have a deeper understanding of how these people live 
in their daily lives. If, if that's what you want, if, if you want a deeper understanding, you have to spend more time there and in there that way versus just going on vacation. I, I definitely think that it's the, now the costs are a different structure too. Right. And there's some pros and cons to that. I, I definitely think it's less expensive. If you go by a per day, it depends on how you analyze it. But Right, but just looking at our Airbnb accommodations, if we book for a month at a time, yes. we usually get some sort of discount, 20 to 30%. Yes, and if you book even for a week, you get a discount, 20%, 10 to 20%. Uh, our, Grocery shopping instead of going to so restaurants every day. Our train ride costs, our train ticket for an eight hour train ticket costs us $20 a piece. And now we have a one hour ferry that costs us $5, which is super cheap. We're going to another Island. So certain, certain transportation costs are lower. It's, you know, again, we could say also if we fly less, which we definitely fly less in Europe, we take trains and boats more. That's better for the environment. Yeah. It's better for the environment. Trains are a much better per mile, uh, way of to travel carbon wise than airplanes. Mm-hmm. It's also less expensive. It's, I think it's a superior way to travel in almost any, any way. We love the train. We love trains you have more room. You can carry luggage limits. There's no weight limits. Get up and easily move around. If you need to stretch everything, uh, versus planes. Now granted you can't take a train over the Atlantic. Okay. Uh, but I think the costs are lower. The, you know, food is less expensive if you do want to eat at home. You could have a bowl of cereal if you want. <laughs> yeah. You could have cookies. You could have, you know, those kind of things. You go grocery shopping and it's definitely per day on a per day basis cheaper. Sure. Also healthier. You, you know, if you can control your diet more. Mm-hmm. Uh, travel days, that. usually I eat junk food on travel days just because out of convenience. It's hard. I mean, I try and pack things that are still good for us, and, mm-hmm. you know, but I mean, a sandwich and chips is really easy. True. So I definitely think that the costs are lower on a per day basis, but you have to really plan. Right. You know, again, how many people can go and travel for a month? You know, we're doing this full time, but. I think the benefits outweigh the cons. I mean, there's definitely. It's a different way. Don't you feel like there's more benefits than Absolute, there are absolutely. negatives, right? I still know that I still feel and know that there's a place for a vacation. Okay. Sure. But it's def if if you can do it this way, you know, take a longer chunk. Even I would say two weeks to is a minimum to three weeks to a month in a place. Right. What's you, the longest we've ever stayed in one place? Italy. Maybe Scotland? No, Italy. We were in Italy for five months. Okay, but we moved around different places. But right, true, I see what uh, you're I, you would say Edinburgh was uh, right, Edinburgh, six weeks. Yeah, the six weeks there. Six weeks in Edinburgh during lockdown. And that you know when we could, when lockdown was lifted, semi lifted, we rented a car for a couple of days and drove around. Yeah, and saw the London coast was and... was longer than that for our internal lockdown. Right. <laughs> um, but you know Portugal, we were there for a month, right? Mm-hmm. Great. That was great. But, you know, so it's definitely the food. I mean, just uh, 
those things are great. Yeah. Um, and most people, I would say, start in Europe is the easiest where to place to start because of the the transportation ease. Yeah. Getting here, transportation, as well as the uh, hostile culture that's been around forever, mm-hmm. for decades. They've right. had a hostile, cheap accommodation backpacker backpacker uh mentality Mm -hmm. that culture is still throughout so airbnb makes it even easier now you can find all of this online and i definitely think that europe would be the best place to start for slow travel absolutely we're we're doing it twice now this is our second time around um you know you got to watch out for the visa requirements we can only stay 180 days in and 180 days out you know so you have to watch for that but 90 at a time I'm sorry, 90 at a time in any 100 days. You, you have to check. Good luck. Read that online because it's it's too complicated for me to explain right now. You get 90 days at a time. <laughs> Put it that way. That's in a simpl- rolling 180-day period. That's the simplification yeah. of, yeah, in six months you get three months and it's a rolling timeline so that keeps changing if you want to go even longer in a country mexico is probably easier because mexico allows you six months at a time right but there's no extra paperwork you don't have to apply for visas if you have an american passport right if you have an american passport and the uk the uk is a little different they give you a little more time but right was it 180 days? And I think you get six months there, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure, but I think you're right. That's the way it was. And also, you could do slow travel in America. Oh, absolutely. You yeah. could start there. I yeah. would say that's the easiest. And especially there. if you're, you know, a digital nomad and you can work from home. I mean, uh, yeah, if you can or find... work from the road. Right. You find great Wi-Fi all over Europe and all over the U.S. I mean, it's possible. Yeah. So I, if you, you know, it started in Italy, the whole movement started from the slow food movement where Italy didn't like fast food. They liked their, which is a total awesome thing about yeah. Italy is that <laughs> the reason that's uh, part of the reason their food is so good is because it is all local and slow. And they specialize in doing one thing. Yes. Okay. So that is, you know, that's where this started and it kind of grew from travel. I definitely think that it's, better on the environment and if you're interested just google slow travel and start reading about it and then you know the plan really begins because there's a lot more to go if you want to undertake this but i think you gain a lifetime of memories and experiences absolutely a lot more than you'll learn in a book all right jen that's good all right shane thanks for talking with me You too. I'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you've been wanting to take the plunge and try slower travel, we really hope this could be the inspiration you're looking for. Putting a plan into action is the first step. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on your podcast platform of choice. And remember, every great journey begins begins with with the the first step. step. So book it.